thank God nothing stressful happened this week. I know you guys listen to the pod. Whenever you're stressed out, you know, maybe we relax you a little bit. So I hope you guys still listen because absolutely nothing stressful happened this week. So you have nothing, you have no reason not to listen to us. Of course, I'm kidding. Welcome to the pod. It's been a crazy week, but we thank you for joining us. We have a great show for you today. Of course, we got the usual week eight review, week nine preview, updates of the power rankings, and we have a special election day segment for you guys. You're not going to want to miss it. Buckle in. Let's roll. Y'all boys ready for this? How the folks let's gather around for the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Darren, Tim, and Chris. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league. There it is. You know what the best part about that is? So Aaron knew he was doing it this week. So whenever the theme song starts, me and Tim are just vibing. We're feeling good. Hands up. And I just look over at Aaron, and he is so focused. <laughs> Gotta hit the notes, man. He's, He's like, ready. Here it comes. Yeehaw. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. It's coming. <laughs> my throat. My throat was pretty dry, to be honest with you. <laughs> the focus. The look of focus was incredible. How y'all doing? Thank you for tuning in to episode eight of this league podcast. We're basically pros by now. Hope you can tell. As always, it's your boy Chris Mitchum, joined by the usual crew, Tim Raider. Hello. And Earn Hunt. Sup. King of the Yeehaw. That was fantastic, if I didn't tell you already. Thank you, thank you. It is the evening of Wednesday, November 4th, and we have a great show for you today. Week 8 preview. Excuse me. Week 8 review. Week 9 preview. Of course, we're going to update those power rankings and the standings, and we have a special segment for you guys you're not going to want to miss. And guys, I don't know if you know, this was a pretty big week in the country. I mean, you know, everybody was looking forward to Tuesday, months preparing for it. The NFL trade deadline was absolutely electric. Chris, I'll tell you what's the most important thing that happened this week. Maction, baby. The Mac started. Let's go. Mac football. That Ball State game was fire, dude. <laughs> Ball State Cardinals. Chirp, chirp. Go Chippewas. Testy Tech. Testy Tech. Best high school in the Midwest. Shout out Ball State. <laughs> no, but uh, on a serious note, election day has come and gone. I'm calling it more election week because nobody knows what's going on. If you voted, thank you. Did your civic duty. But we are a sports podcast, and we're not going to get into all that bull crap. You didn't come here to listen to our political pundancies. You, listened to c- you came here to listen to us trash talk other members of this league. This league. That's right. That's right. So before we get on with the show, drink of the week, I have a nice... Paps Blue Ribbon PBR Hard Coffee. It is delicious. Literally tastes just like your favorite mocha from Starbucks. It is dangerous. And if you're having a bad morning, this is a great way to start your morning. Take the edge right off. Mm. Ooh, I already hear that. Every single time you do that, like every week, I just kind of cringe a little bit. Just, I don't, I don't like that. That's the point. Oh, yeah. Uh, over here, it was 70 degrees plus today. I mean, shorts and t-shirt kind of weather, rocking the slides, throwing it back to summer with a nice Sun King Indians lager. Mm. You know, seasonal beer, but I keep one in the back of the fridge every year just for one of those warm pre-winter days. feel that. Indians lager, quality, quality beverage. So for those of you who don't know, I work at Sun King part-time, and so I had a shift today on Sunday night, or Sorry, Wednesday night. <laughs> my, my fault on that. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> These I work. These days just run, man. Sometimes you said you I only work, had uh, one beer tonight after your. It's a big beer. Uh, so I don't have a, a beer on me tonight, but I had the Lonesome Dove, which is a highly alcoholic drink. Is that a porter stout? No, it's a tri- Belgian triple. Yeah, Belgian Ooh. baby. <clears throat> That's a big one. That's a big one. All right, so Aaron's feeling good. Let's try to catch up with him, Tim. I do like me a belt and triple. On to the show. Week eight has come and gone, and like always, I was almost perfect on the pickums. <laughs> we'll get into more. We'll get into more of that later. First matchup, we're gonna go over Zach versus Anthony. Aaron, take it away. 
Well, the first thing that we got to talk about with this matchup, uh, Dalvin Cook. I'm making noise. Dude, <laughs> 48 points? I mean, out of a running back, that is just insane. Uh, I mentioned it, you know, last podcast episode that Dalvin Cook had to have a big week for Zach to even be competitive. Little did I know that would be half of Zach's points. <laughs> so uh, Dalvin Cook did his thing. Can't say I didn't call it, though. This one was out of hand from the get-go. Uh, Carson Wentz, 10.62 points versus Dallas. Freaking yikes. Uh, let's see here. We have also got Cooper and Andrews. They were straight garbage this week. Andrews underperforming based on what you drafted him to be. Uh, Kelsey and Corey Davis for Anthony just going off, especially Corey Davis. Combined 50 points there. Zach, you didn't eclipse 100 points. Uh, can't wait to play in my guy this week. I'm chomping at the bit for that. Uh, final score, though, Anthony 144, Zach 98. Fellas, what do you have to say here? Anthony showed up, showed out. Still topper echelon in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, let Dalvin cook. I mean, Zach, that's all you got. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. 48, 48 points in a 1 o'clock game. Like, surely you have, like, that's the week. That's the week right there. Not for Zach. <laughs> the most Zach thing ever to happen. So, congrats to Anthony. Established yourself back in the upper echelon. I got that right this time. The upper echelon of the league. No, Moving st on. Stick with Topper. Stick with Topper. The topper echelon. Very nice. Very league. nice. Moving on to the next matchup. We had the battle of the light skins. Your boy, Chris, and Team Fairlife took on Dawn and Team Dawn Perignon. Yeah, Pickums. We all were like, Chris, man. You got Easy. this. We're Easy. gonna, you're gonna turn it around. You're gonna make the playoffs, man. You're gonna go on a run, and oh boy, did it get ugly quick! <laughs> and that group chat was just lighting you up, man. Oh boy, oh boy. Don, you know, you never know if he's gonna set his lineups at the last second. Gets Curtis Samuel, twenty-two points, and then the one o'clock game on Sunday, Michael Hardman gets the tutty and twenty-three points, and you're just like, I, do oh, what? How? You know, you don't expect that at all. Um, and how about them Cowboys defense, oh man? Gosh. 16 points. Brings them out of the cellar to the whopping 27th overall D on the year. Don, block out the haters. Don't listen to Aaron. Don't listen to us laugh at you, man. You got this. Chris, just no ceilings, man. None of you guys approach their ceiling. C.H., had the game script, but they were just having Mahomes throw the ball down the field, keep scoring tutties. Sorry about that. I mean, eventually you got to hope to get some ceilings um, and not just all floors. One week into their trade for the, the Josh Allen. Don's not regretting it. Aaron Rodgers looks like the better quarterback for the rest of the year to get him in the playoffs. And uh, Harris had 16 on his bench. I mean, Chris, you know, Josh Allen's your guy. So this week for you, you, know, you got to rock with him. Don, 130. Chris, 84. I just – Josh Allen, that's that's my analysis. That's the tweet. That's the tweet. I just – I can't even – I don't even understand this, the Cowboys' defense. It's just because I called it out that they just somehow <laughs> Oh, that, descri that describes the whole matchup right there. 16 NFC points. NFC East, baby. That I mean, describes the whole matchup. That's just ridiculous. Uh, I will give you props, Don, this week, though, for actually being active. I saw you put 10-point – or. 10, uh, 10 fab on uh, Jordan Wilkins. So he's being active. Didn't for the get first him, time but all year. <laughs> didn't get him. But the first, I, I believe that was the first attempt for Don to get anybody in free agency. Yeah. Still has two open spots on his bench. So that's right. All right. Well, I'm on a cold streak. That's not good. Congrats to Don. On to the next matchup. We had Aaron and the number one team in the league. It's now saving Matt Ryan. I almost messed up. <laughs> saving Matt Ryan. Of course, Aaron came into this game thinking he was the hotness of the league, going up against the number one guy. Stretch just has a history of getting these hot guys and just bringing them back down to earth. And let me tell you, Aaron delivered this week. Stretch is giving Stretch his first loss since week one. And not only did he beat Stretch, he was the top scorer of the week. Somebody said, bring it. He said, here I am. And Aaron's team truly delivered. There was no luck there. 
Stretch finished with 118 points, which, I mean, is respectable, but 162 points for Aaron, and his wide receivers have arrived. First time, I feel like, all year, both Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams have crazy weeks, and, I mean, Russ did his thing, so when you have those two wide receivers and your quarterback, that, of course, is just always going to be cooking, no matter who he's playing. When you have your core of that perform, I mean, you can't really ask for any more than that. So, um, by the way, side note, David Montgomery is my favorite thing in the whole world. <laughs> I mean, the Bears just continue giving him the ball. He's never going to score under 10 points for you, Aaron. But don't expect anything more than 15 points. He's just right there, solid low-end RB2. He's just he's a great part of any team, I think. And uh, I think it's time to ask, is it J.K. Dobbins' season? Um, he got a decent workload, great yards per carry against a tough Steelers defense. Mark Ingram's out. If J.K. Dobbins can come up for him. You know, we'll see. Could add to the hotness. And, of course, he still has the all-star, all-pro, tight end on his bench, waiting to be unleashed in Trey Burton. Wildcat specialist. Boom, boom, boom. As for Stretch, he was the best manager of the week. So that just tells you that his team truly let him down. <laughs> you can't complain when you're the best manager. I know, you just, I know. You shake your head and shake it off. I know. We're all going to have the off weeks. But um, that running back core, I'm just kind of – imagining Gio Bernard as Joe Mixon. But that running back core is scarily consistent now. Almost both guys putting consistently over 20 points each week. Um, I think his team really missed the pop of Kyler Murray this week. Of course, you get him back next week. I'm sure he'll be looking forward to that. And five of his players didn't even surpass 10 points. And again, he was the best manager of the week. So that just tells you right there, it's like his team just performed like Team Fairlife has the past three weeks. Sucks, but I'm there for you, bro. Um, so no need to tr truly hurt Stretch here in his long-term outlook, I feel like. Final score, Aaron 162 showed up to Stretch's 118. Aaron and Tim, of course, picked Aaron to win, actually, and I picked Stretch. What's what's freaking new? Yeah, props to Aaron, man. You showed out. Uh, your team's looking good. If you get Goddard healthy after their bye and then somebody plays running back for you between <laughs> Kareem Hunt and Austin Eckler and those guys, I mean – you're going to be a scary playoff team. Yeah, it was good to be uh, on fire, as they would say, in, in beer pong three three games in a row. Uh, I'm I'm definitely feeling good, but I do realize that Stretch, Stretch had a pretty off week uh, just across the board. A lot of his guys really didn't perform the way he was thinking they would, and, of course, Kyler Murray being out of the lineup, I mean, that's going to that's gonna hurt your team having the number one quarterback not being uh being there to roster. But uh yeah, I mean I'm I'm happy with the performance. I think the key for me is my receivers have to continue to perform because like you said, my running back situation is in flux right now. So uh gotta keep that up to be competitive and I think that reflects where I'm at in the power rankings, which we'll get to later. Mm -hmm. That's right. Aaron shoves the L right up stretches butt this week. How'd that feel for you, Chief? On to the next game. We had my homie, Steven, going up against Hayden. Both of these guys were tied for second in the power rankings coming in. And really, only one team left feeling confident in that second place power ranking. Yeah, so we've got uh, Hayden rolling out Patrick Holmes again, obviously. His first overall pick in our startup draft in the summer. Uh, he bounced back in a big way. Uh, almost a 50-piece nugget order. 46 points uh, compared to last week where he had around 14, 15 in the snow in Denver. So you got to love to see that, a 30-point swing there. Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup, super solid outputs. I think Cooper Cup had 21 targets, which oh is just God. crazy. <laughs> That's so uh, much. A lot of targets for Cooper Cup. Jared Cook was 16 points. Uh, I was the proud owner of Jared Cook for a solid four or five weeks, and he never did that when he was on my team, so I don't know what I did to piss him off. But uh, Running back depth is bad, and it showed this week for Steven. I've been repping this all year long. You run into bye weeks where you don't have your start starting running backs, and this is what happens. I mean, combined 16 points in total between Latavius Murray and Leonard Fournette. Uh, that hurt you bad, Steven. And then Kittle getting hurt on top of that. The Buffalo offense in limbo, which means that Diggs isn't the same receiver he was the first three weeks. I mean, you struggled. But never fear, Michael Thomas will be back soon. 
He's going to be a top five wide receiver. Will he though? I know Tim's we, skeptical. We don't know at all if he will. You talking about I, slant boy? I am a believer. I think he will come back and get the target share that uh, he deserves to have, honestly, just with his talent. Um, get those QB picks right, Steven. It's crucial for you every single week. There's just too much balance across the league, uh, including for Hayden. And even without Aaron Jones, he prevails. The final score on this one was Hayden 155, Steven 111. Steven, you got to listen to me, man. Start with Justin Herbert. Um, but it is nice. I think Nick Chubb's supposed to be back after the bye uh, this week for the Browns. And, it, yeah, if you get Michael Thomas to play a game this year, that helps your team immensely. So, we'll we'll see. And also, good pickup on Robert Tanyan, you know, with Kittle being out too. So Kittle being out, though, I think you cannot underestimate the impact of that loss, man. That is huge, considering he's – I mean, he's basically almost your wide receiver one. Single-handedly beat me, like, two weeks ago. <laughs> right. But one interesting thing I loved about that matchup, though, before we move on, that Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones swing, right? Ronald Jones fumbles in, what, like the second quarter or something? I don't think he sees the field again. We know Bruce Arians and his tendencies. Will Ronald Jones see the field the next two games? I don't know. Does Steven have the running back one in a good Tampa Bay offense in Leonard Fournette now? I don't know. We'll have to see. But uh, it's interesting to see that going forward. Congrats to Hayden. You just dominated and reminded the league that you should be the number two in the power rankings. Will you be number two? Stretch loss? Might be number one? I don't know. We'll see. But going on to the final game of the week, you know what that means. I labeled this the booty game of the week. And Tim and Clayton, let me tell you, two 2-5 two teams coming in, well, they took that personally all the way to the game of the week. And ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, this was a story of two kickoff time slots. Tim pooped all over himself in the 1 o'clock games. Big Ben, Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Green, I mean, I mean, the, and all of the Walrus, they all did just diddly squat, nothing. While Clayton rode on the back of a solid Julio Jones Thursday night game and a decent Ryan Tannehill game in the 1 o'clock window. So, Tim going into the afternoon games, certainly not looking bright. I'm thinking, hey, we're going to be hanging out at the bottom of the power rankings, dog, because as we know, Don was already kicking my butt. So, I was sad. I was hoping Tim would join me in the sadness. But then the Seattle Seahawks played the San Francisco 49ers. And let me tell you, this game came and took out all hope from Clayton. Like, Clayton would have more hope beating DK Metcalf in a fight than coming back from a DJ Dallas, Brandon Ayuk, and DK Metcalf. I mean, the, of course, the... Uh, Big black nigga. That guy. Full disclosure, I am black. They combined 84-point explosion. I mean, good luck with that. And really, that's all she wrote. Tim can also take encouragement from Zach Moss... Baby, it's getting cold outside, just like Tim has always said. It's getting a little chilly up there in Buffalo. Zach Moss had a great game, increasing in that running back timeshare. He performed well, and he also gets the return of Jalen Rager, who had a pretty good game for coming back. He's basically still a rookie who's barely played two games, so he looks impressive. And, of course, he gets Chase Edmonds for a week. It looks at least a week. And Baby CMC comes back next week from the bye. So um, a lot of positives from Tim there. Can he make a run? We'll see. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. But uh, for Clayton, I mean, you lost Kenny Galladay again, and that is brutal. I feel like he hasn't played two straight weeks healthy, like, the whole season. I might be wrong, but that's just a vibe. Um, but, again, don't let this game overshadow how solid Keenan Allen has been. And did you guys know, don't let it overshadow the wide receiver one over the last four weeks. Not a wide receiver one. The wide receiver one over the last four weeks Superstar, all-star, all-pro, pro bowler, Travis Fulgham. You know, that guy. <laughs> Ultimately, 120 is a respectable point total. The game of the week ends. Tim, 140. Clayton, 120. And we all picked Clayton, and Tim just gives a big middle finger to the whole Pick'em squad. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of funny just watching Tim after the 1 o'clock games just be so dejected at his team and just, like, there was no hope in his voice, just nothing at all. And <laughs> I thought that was it. I thought that was the year. Even before I left for work uh, going to Sun King, I was talking to Tim. I was like, man, how are you feeling right now? He's like, 
dude, I just, I just think I need DK to just have the game of his life. Just like go off for, you know, 40, 50 points. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, he got that. He got DJ Dallas and Ayuk. Uh, albeit, you know, Ayuk was in garbage time. But, hey, you'll take the fancy points however you can get them. So that 80-point explosion was a huge difference. And, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's crazy how that unfolded. I feel bad for Clayton, but you got to feel good if you're 10. You win who you win. That's all I got to say. I mean, shout-out DJ Dallas, pickup of the week for zero. Get me a solid 23. And I just got to say, I still have not had one week at full strength. Even looking ahead to this week, I got guys on by and Ayuk now with COVID. So, I mean – I still haven't had a full strength week. Very true. Very true. Can Tim make a run? I don't know. I don't know. We might talk more about it later. But that was week eight. Lots of interesting results that happened there. A quick pick 'em update. Uh, Jesus is good. Week eight overall. <laughs> Aaron and Tim go three and two in the pick'ems. And your boy just continues his hot as ice, meaning I am cold as butt. Went one and four this week. So now if you want to look at the overall, Aaron just dominating. Twenty and ten is his overall record currently in the pickums. Tim fought his way back up to five hundred. Fifteen and fifteen. And your boy has a bad record. On to <laughs> I am currently nine and twenty. Yeah, I think you should get fired, Chris. Most uh NFL coaches after two seasons. That's <laughs> You're, you're, you got to hit the street. I certainly not have a job at ESPN. Do not pick my team the rest of the year, please. I'm going to put a spell on you. This was Halloween. I'm throwing around curses like it's my job. Okay, we're going to do a quick, quick, quick update of the power rankings. Tim, let me hear it. We've got a new, actually, pour one out for the homie. Operating in the number 10 spot, Team Fairlife. It's sad. It's true. Pour one out. The ninth spot, we got the Red Rocket. Eighth spot, climbing out of the cellar, Team Dom Perignon. Seventh spot, Burroughs Best, climbing up one. Sixth spot, the Broad Ripple Swim Team, falling a couple spots. Fifth spot, the On Fire Let Russ Cook Team. And then tied for third now, we have Team Uninspired Youth and Mount Passmore. Steven and Anthony tied for third, leaving second place, Hayden. And, of course, first place stretch, the artist formerly known as Hung Like a Bronco, now saving Matt Ryan. And there you have it. There are your power rankings, a quick update of the standings. If the season were to end today, Kyle Stretch and saving Matt Ryan would still have the number one overall seed at 6-2, and two, followed by Hayden at the number two seed, Big Ben Revenge Tour at 5-3. and three. And then the rest of the playoffs would be like this. Zach Welch would have, and, and the Broad, Broad Ripple Swim Team, would have the number three seed. Anthony would have the number four seed strictly on points four. The number five seed would go to Aaron and let Russ cook. He is now firmly in the playoffs after being pretty on far on the outside just a couple weeks ago. And sixth, just squeaking in on points four over Burroughs best would be Mount Passmore and Steven. So that is the current state of the league Let's get into something a bit more, uh, should I say, timely. So, big surprise. Election Day was Tuesday. It was turning into Election Week, and we felt inspired. If we had to pick a single candidate or a single team in this league who we think is going to win the title, we have to pick right now. Three of us chose three different people, and we are going to campaign to you and present a speech made for the White House, made for the pulpit of the White House to deliver to the country, and we're going to tell you who we think is going to be the inaugural champion of this league. Representative Tim Rader, good sir, you have the floor. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the heavyweight favorite in this league's inaugural season. Kyle Stretch and hung like a, oh, uh, sorry, the teleprompter was updating there, and saving Matt Ryan. This team needs little introduction, you already know. Kyler Murray, Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, Tyler Lockett, Mike Evans, they lead the way this year. They're 6-2, they're hot, they're putting up points. 
He's been solidly the number one in the power rankings, and nobody's going to challenge that unless anybody gets hurt. I digress. Please join me in cheering on your 6-2 and two leader, saving Matt Ryan. There you have it. I feel inspired. That was great. You really got your fans, you really got your base wild up there, I think, for the, the saving Matt Ryan fan base. Aaron, how do you feel about that, man? Well, I do have to say I did uh, ask Stretch if, you know, he wanted to have a different team name instead of saving Matt Ryan. I suggested the Mixon administration. So I thought Ooh. that that might be a pretty <laughs> oh, solid that one. Fit well that would have been hot. Yeah. So you know maybe we have another cha- name change in the future. But uh, no, I mean <clears throat> when you look at Stretch's team, Kyler Murray, Alvin Kamara, those guys, as well as Tyler Lockett. I mean, enough said there. He's just got a great core. Um, barring injury, yeah, he's going to be right there in the playoffs. Uh, really high ceiling team though, as I've been mentioning. Yeah, I mean it's just. There's going to be some weeks where, like when he played me, uh, he doesn't perform because the floors aren't there. So, Yeah, not much to add there. He's been number one basically the whole time in the power rankings for a reason. He is a very scary team. That running back core is incredible, and I think he's the favorite. You know, you, The candidate that has to be the favorite going into the election of who's going to win the championship this year has to be Kyle Stretch. But Kyle Stretch is not the only person on the ballot. Aaron has his champion, his candidate, and he's ready to tell you all about him. All right, everyone. Put your damn phones away trying to figure out who won Pennsylvania and listen up. I've got news for you. Anthony is a legit title contender this year. Yeah, Lamar Jackson maybe isn't the same as last year, but look at the rest of the lineup. Tyler Boyd, super consistent. Travis Kelsey, best fantasy tight end in football, no questions asked. Derrick Henry can't be stopped. What's not to like about this team? Will Fuller is a high ceiling guy in Houston, didn't get traded, and he'll produce as long as he's healthy. Justin Jefferson's a legit rookie, and yeah, Melvin Gordon may not win you a week, but at least he stumbles to 15, which is better than David Montgomery, who stumbles to 10. (laughs) If Lamar can get his act together in the passing game, This team is a dark horse to make a ton of noise. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out! No, 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 it's diplomatic. Watch out, watch out, watch out. And there you have it. Anthony enters the race in the championship consideration. Tim, is there any way Anthony can maybe pull this out? I think so. Um, I've been higher on Anthony, I think, than most most of the year. Maybe a little wave, uh, wavering here and there, but um, it, it's going to be showing these next few weeks because C.D. Lamb's not the same without Dak. Devin Singletary is losing those targets and rushing attempts. So, I mean, the depth is just getting a little thinner, but the upside is there every week. Yep, you literally just took the words right out of my mouth. That second flex spot, like you said, Devin Singletary, C.D. Lamb, both have taken hits. Currently starting Corey Davis in that. I sure hope to God that a championship team would not have Corey Davis in it. He's Just, been a stud the last few weeks. I know, I know. But a couple of highlights of his team. Lamar Jackson, I think, is going to improve. Derrick Henry, it's getting cold outside, baby. What what what's his uh what's his nickname? Tractor Cito. Tractor Cito and like the abominable abominable snowman or whatever. Can't stop him when it gets cold outside. I, I mean, unstoppable. It's his time of the year. But Anthony has entered the forum, and. Uh, I think he's he's formidable. He's formidable for sure. But we have one more candidate that is running on my campaign. I am this person's campaign manager, and I'm about to tell you why. He deserves your vote as the favorite to win the inaugural This League Championship. My fellow This Leagueians, a great man once said, I think it was Ronald Reagan, <laughs> ask not what your fantasy team can do for you but what you can do for your fantasy team. This squad has never, ever asked his team to do anything for him because they haven't. Injuries have absolutely decimated this team to the point that they have not fielded a healthy lineup one time, not once. Yet this team is four and four. It will soon get back his second round draft pick 
and his first round draft pick. Neither have barely played this year. And when I say, ask not what your fantasy team can do for you, ask what you can do for your fantasy team, this owner has picked up the waiver wire pickup of the year for his team. And of course, I'm talking about the RB5 on the year, James Robinson. And don't look now, but the slant boy is coming back, and people forget the impact Michael Thomas can have to a fantasy roster. Ladies and gentlemen, Stephen Hyatt and Mount Passmore is going to be the inaugural this league champion. On the back of a resurgent Michael Thomas, the running back one in Tampa Bay with Leonard Fournette, a high upside wide receiver tandem, and Stephon Diggs, and AJ, I will spank your girlfriend's butt and she will like it brown. And it doesn't hurt that he will never start a QB with a bad matchup. He'll never do it. I am unofficially, officially crowning Mount Passmore the champion of this league for 2020. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Oh, bull. Bull. <laughs> yeah, I think and, we, yeah, we both led that. And, and here's why you're wrong. Not to any fault of Steven's own, he just lost George Kittle. So we can't understate the fact that George Kittle is gone for the year. He's not coming back. That's a huge hit. That is a huge hit because that was always an advantage that Steven had. And also a point that Tim has brought up, we don't know how Michael Thomas will be because we haven't seen the guy. We haven't seen him for eight weeks now. So he could come back and be the Michael Thomas of old. He could not. He has another year under his belt. And as receivers get older, we know that, you know, they're coming out of their prime a little bit year by year. Uh, the running back depth as well. I mean, every team has seen the injuries pile up. It just takes one for Steven to be in a world of hurt. And Nick Chubb coming back off of injury. Stephon Diggs not looking as great as he did at the beginning of the season. A.J. Brown is super boomer bust. I don't know if I just see it. I think he's going to be competitive. Don't get me wrong. I do think it's a playoff team. But he has to have a lot go right for him to be the inaugural champ. I think it comes down to the health of Nick Chubb, <clears throat> Michael Thomas, and George Kittle if he gets back by the playoffs starting for fantasy. If those guys are healthy and productive and he can play them in his lineup, suddenly those flex spots look a lot better than having to play two tight ends every single week. So the health is going to be the big factor. If he's healthy, I don't want to play him in the playoffs. But if he's not, then like like everything Aaron just said, um, could be a little shaky pending all of that. Haters, Steven. Haters. That's all they are. That's all they are. All right. So I hope you guys are feeling inspired. I hope that is the best presidential political thing you'll hear all week. Actually, I can almost guarantee you it's going to be the best presidential <laughs> political thing you hear all week. Don't turn on the news. It's depressing. Week 9, here we come. We are going full steam ahead. Buys this week are the L.A. Rams. Sorry, Bobby Woods, Cooper Cup, you're gone. The Philadelphia Eagles, all-star wide receiver Travis Fulgham, not this week. Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, go get healthy. No comment from the Bengals fan. All right. And the Cleveland Browns, uh, Kareem Hunt uh, and Nick Chubb maybe getting healthy after this week. So the first matchup that we're going to go over, we have Steven the future champion of this league first year goes up against Anthony Aaron's future champion of this league. Interesting how that works. Sleeper currently has Steven with a 54% chance of victory. Steven's being covered. So you know what that means. Welcome to this episode of which quarterback will Steven start this week? Currently in his starting lineup, he has Herbert, the pervert, Justin Herbert, I'm, I'm going to make that stick. He is at home to the Las Vegas Raiders. Juicy matchup. Tom Brady versus New Orleans at home. Another juicy matchup. Deshaun Watson at Jacksonville. Another juicy matchup. Jeez. Embarrassment of riches here. I think he sticks with Herbert. Stay in the fire. Stay in the fire. Herbert's going to sling it. Steven, listen to me, man. I, I don't know how many weeks in a row I've said, Herbert, you got to do it at some point, man. He's He scores tutties. The team may not win, but for fantasy purposes, he's rock solid. Jacksonville Jaguars are booty. They are very bad, especially against the pass. If I were you, my man, I would go Deshaun Watson, stick him in that lineup, watch him go for 400 yards. Two for Herbert, one for Watson. Brady, get out of here, man. Thank you for coming to this week's episode of Which Quarterback Will Stevens Start? Anthony never really has to play that game, does he? He has Lamar he is, Jackson. Yeah, no, He's pretty he's good. good. He's pretty good. Although he might be the fourth best quarterback in the AFC North. 
Joe Burrow being PFF's number one graded. So, you know. Is he really? In the AFC North. Oh, in the AFC North. Okay. <laughs> I was about to say, whoa. That's crazy. Um, no, that would but, be Russell Wilson. Yes, I guess. <laughs> it's true. Um, looking at this matchup, Steven now has the running back one in Tampa Bay. I'm calling it again with Bruce Arians. You fumble the ball, you're out like two games. He does not tolerate fumbles. Len Fournette, that is now his role to lose. He has his usual suspects, Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, James Robinson coming back this week after being on bye. And is this the week for the slant boy, Michael Thomas? I feel like the last two weeks, be like, this is the week. Nope, this is the week. Nope. Is this the week? I sure hope so, for your sake, Steven. I think people are forgetting, again, the impact Michael Thomas can have on a fantasy roster. That would be a huge boost. Anthony returns his Super Mario Bros. in Minnesota from by last week. Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson going to try to go do their thing. And I think this game comes down to can Derrick Henry and Travis Kelsey overwhelm Steven. They are obviously the two best players in this entire matchup. If both of them explode, both of them, or I'm sorry, Derrick Henry playing in Chicago and Travis Kelsey is playing Carolina. That's a juicy matchup. Can they overwhelm Steven? And the flex matchup in this one is just gross. Robert Tanyan versus Corey Davis. No, thank you. Um, this was the toughest matchup of the week for me to decide. As we all know, any pick I do is now a curse. So in reality, I should pick Anthony, but I'm picking Steven because I think he's going to win. <clears throat> yeah, I'm taking Anthony. Uh, I think it's going to come down to Lamar Jackson versus that number one ranked Indianapolis Colts defense. So ooh, ooh, if he can put ooh. up some points, Cold, he's going to win. But <laughs> that's what it's going to come down to for me. Derrick Henry's going to get his – Usual 20 to 25. I think Travis Kelsey is going to get his usual 15 to 20. And then I think this is the week you see Will Fuller get 30. I really do. I mean, against Jacksonville and probably being pretty pissed that he was trying to get traded, he's out to prove something. So I think Anthony wins it, man. I think he's got it. And I got to back my guy that I just put up for election. Come on. That's another thing. I kind of like, – I just, I just had a very inspirational speech about Steven. I have to pick him. Have to. Um, so going on to the next matchup, we have Stretch still holding on to the number one slot in the power rankings, and he's going up against Clayton. Currently, Sleeper has Clayton with a 62% chance of victory. Uh, Stretch doesn't have a defense in, so it's more realistically probably closer to 50-50. Clayton, do a rain dance, do the voodoo dance, pray <laughs> to everything out there. I think you'll finally get CMC back probably not the baby CMC but the regular the CMC, real the real one I mean this year has been one for you man I do feel for you you gotta I mean he's got to come back he's got to get healthy we, we want to see what a full strength red rocket team looks like um and holy depth stretch as I was going down here I picked <laughs> you for my uh presidential election but I mean Geez, until Mixon gets healthy and off the bye week, I mean, starting Adrian Peterson, uh, Jerry Judy, and Mike Gesicki in the starting lineup. I'm going to run down the bench real quick. You got Matt Ryan, Tua, and then a bye week, a bye week, a pup player, a bye week, a bye week, a bye week, a COVID player, Devin Duvernay, <laughs> J- Jimmy Graham, and the Cardinals defense. I mean, where are the players? I mean, everybody's – this week, man – Why'd you have to say Devin Duvernay like that? <laughs> Devin Duvernay? <laughs> because that, I mean, Doofus Duvernay. If anybody gets hurt or comes with COVID, that's who he's slotting in the lineup. Devin Duvernay. Stretch is trying to avoid the mini slide. I'm still backing you as my political candidate, or my, my candidate for the this league inaugural winner this year. But this week, I'm going to pick Clayton for now with the CMC bounce back game. And your guys just you're you're on a it's a bad week for you. You're you got a lot of guys on by. Um, I think you can lose this week and still be just fine and dandy. So, um, Clayton, let's see what you got this week. I got Clayton as well. Um, I think that Clayton bounces back, especially with CMC coming back. Like Tim had already mentioned, I think that's going to really help his team. I think he'll return to form because he took the time to have the high ankle sprain, fully heal. I think that's really key something that I don't know if Saquon did last year when he got hurt. Sorry, Chris, I know it's a bitter subject. But, um, yeah, no, I think with, uh, you know, Keenan Allen also just showing out like he has been, um, I just think that Clayton has too much this week to uh, to really lose uh, and stretch. I, I think your mini slide continues. So I'm going to go with Clayton. 
I'm rocket stretch, man. I'm putting the spell on him. <laughs> Currently, Congratulations, I, am, I, Clayton. Am, I am against both of you and both victims. So here comes the comeback. I'm about to go perfect this week. Um, no, I think, you know, Kamara has a great matchup. Um, Mike Evans and Tyler Lockett are going to do their thing. And um, ultimately, I'm mainly just saying this because I don't believe Stretch can lose too straight. I mean, if that happens, then I think this league is blown wide open. Honestly, if he goes from six and one to six and three, that's a pretty you're you're right back in the pile. So um, I don't think I don't think he loses too straight. I'm picking Stretch. So on to the next matchup, we have your boy and Team Fairlife going up against Hayden. Oh, boy. Oh, boy is right for Chris. Uh, <laughs> I would say Patrick Mahomes and Allen Robinson for Hayden will be the difference in this game. Allen Robinson has been super consistent in the matchups that he has coming up, not only this week, but in the remaining weeks of the season are juicy. Um, when it comes to uh, Aaron Jones, he might be out. You know, I think that hurts, but I think big performances will overcome that for Hayden. When you look at Chris's team, Robert Woods is on a bye. Calvin Ridley is coming off of an injury, so we don't know how effective he'll be. CEH isn't going to be the same the rest of the season. He has all the talent in the world. No one's disputing that. But average opportunities have drastically decreased the last three weeks. I think the Steelers are going to feast. That's a juicy matchup for Claypool and Connor, who Hayden has in his current lineup right now. Starting, uh, I just think that's way too much for Chris to overcome at this, this point in the game. Hayden rolls on. Chris, there's always next year. Oh, that was mean. Um, I've, I'm taking myself. <laughs> I don't know why. Third I keep, in a row. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. Um, and I, I, I want to put this on the contingency that Aaron Jones does not play. I will take myself. I don't think he's going to play. Um, so if he doesn't, I'll take myself. I just, I don't, I just hope Jamison Crowder and Darius Slayton don't beat me. That would make me very upset. And if you guys piss me off anymore, I'm just going to release Antonio Brown. I was going to wait a week, but he's back this week. I'm going to do it. I'm going to just release the woman beater out onto the world. I'm just I'm going to do it. <clears throat> yeah, I'm picking Hayden. Um, Aaron hit the nail on the head. I mean, the Steelers got a nice matchup. Chris, you got to hope that your boy, Josh Allen, oh, yeah, shows out. How can I forget? Yeah, you want to say anything about Josh Allen debut real quick? Debut of Josh Allen. The world's going to feel so nice when we're all watching Red Zone and they have a highlight from Buffalo and I do my regular Josh Allen and he just whoop. He just does something Josh Allen does. It just feels so good to have him on my team. My heart feels right. Gave up a first round pick, but I don't really care. My, my heart just feels good about it and I just feel good about my team. Yeah, yeah. I, I like some of the plays you're making, putting Hayden Hurst in there, Devontae Parker and Josh Jackson, but I just think overall Hayden's going to get a couple of blow-up games and – I probably beat you, man. I'm sorry. You guys are wrong, like always. Look at the pickums. <laughs> so bad. Um, going on to the next game. Nine and twenty-one. Nine and twenty-one. That's me. Um, going into the next game, we have Tim, who is three and five, going up against Dom Perignon and four and four. Um, Sleeper currently has Tim with a eighty-three percent chance of victory. And that's with Don setting his lineup. Good God. I know. I saw that. He set his lineup. Jeez. Before we podcasted. A, you still have an 83% chance. Granted, it is Wednesday. But hey, you still have an 83% chance, which is bananas. Um, this was the easiest game of the week to pick for me. I don't really don't think it's hard. So you know what that means. Tim, you're about to get whooped. <laughs> no, you're going to get this one right. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? This is going to be your one. You got to get one every week. So okay. congratulations. Sure, 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 sure. I'm picking Tim. This week, let's first look at Don's team. Um, the Zeke, first of all, is not going to be the same without Dak Prescott and that high-scoring offense. And he also has a tough matchup going up against Pittsburgh. And then you have JoJo Taylor with also a tough matchup going up against Baltimore. And is it going to be the Jordan Wilkins show? I don't, I don't know. It might be. He looked damn good last week, so I don't see why it won't be. Um, and when you look at Don's team, the rest of his team doesn't really scare you. Juju Smith-Schuster, Brandon Cooks, LaVishka Chenault. And the Dallas Cowboys defense, which, I mean, is going up against Pittsburgh. So, um, can't see anything bad happening there, of course. Uh, when you look at Tim, he's really almost the exact opposite. Great matchups for Antonio Gibson, Baby CMC going up against the Giants. DeAndre Hopkins gets to feast on the Miami Dolphins. And um, outside of Miles Sanders, I mean, 
you really have your strongest lineup in almost. Um, Chase Edmonds arguably makes up for your loss of Miles Sanders if Kenyon Drake is out. So don't need much time for this one. I think Tim takes this easily. Terry McLaurin needs 70 points or Don doesn't win. (laughs) (laughs) Analysis. That is my full analysis. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, (laughs) I'm picking Don in this one, man. What? I'm just Uh saying. (laughs) Don's just going to whoop my ass. and I mean, I'm going to be reeling after this one. I I do like how he's got Aaron Rodgers on the Thursday night game. That's the – I think biggest boomer bust, you know, not bust, but the biggest boom player on his uh, roster this week. So I'll, I'll know heading into Sunday, um, the likelihood of him being in the, you know, could he push up to the 150 range, or is Aaron Rodgers going to be stifled by the 49ers defense if any of them don't have COVID, and then maybe I have an even easier path to victory. But Don, you got me this week, man. I'm sorry. I mean, congratulations, Tim. You're such a nice guy, man. You really are. Is that actually serious? I couldn't tell. Yeah, it was serious. Okay, sure. <laughs> There's that for you. Uh, we're all picking Tim in the heart, but for whatever reason, Tim's putting Don on paper. So we'll see Let's how go. that works out. Our last matchup, we have Aaron. Oh, watch out. And we have Watch Zach. out, watch out, watch out! Go ahead. This is maybe the juiciest matchup in terms of like just pure hatred. Aaron's <laughs> on fire three in a row. Watch out. Zach, Aaron's been your number one hater oh, for a he while. He, wow. he was talking shit this podcast even earlier. He said, I, mean, I can't wait to play you. was the hate Zach show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aaron's just like, he's trying to bury your season, send you down to the bottom of the power rankings and make you miss the playoffs. So what you got, Zach? Come on. This is, I mean, what, what you got? Currently a quarterback with COVID, but what, what you got? Um, <laughs> That's what he has. COVID. <laughs> Aaron currently has an 80% chance of victory on sleeper. Uh, but that is with Zach's quarterback currently slotted zero. I believe Stafford can clear by Sunday if he doesn't test positive. Um, but if not, even if he picks up somebody with a 15 point, it's probably closer to a 55 to 60% chance for Aaron. Um, but, I mean, Aaron, I was looking at this, and I, I, I am picking you this week. But you're going to have to rely heavily on Russ and Devontae to have good, great games this week. They've done it all year. There's no reason to not think they will. Um, but, I mean, you got J.K. Dobbins against the number one defense in the Colts. Does Dobbins get all the carries and targets again? Do I mean, the Colts shut everyone down, it seems like, this year. Um, Colt, go Colts. You got David Montgomery, who I just – I will forever hate, and that's just – I want to puke. Nah, me too. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> me too. Jordan He's Reed so currently <laughs> – Jordan Reed currently still technically on the IR is your starting tight end. And you got D.J. Chark with the new quarterback. Uh, could either of you guys name – the new Jacksonville. I was literally about to ask. That. Yeah, it's uh, Jake Crouton. <laughs> no, nah, it's actually Jake Luton. <laughs> okay, cool. You know, I legit did not know. We have but Jake Crouton. We got uh, uh, the Cowboys. Danucci. Ben Chattahoochee. Coochie. My, yeah. So I, I think you got a couple of matchups that could derail you, but I, I think Adams and Russ make up for it. So I'm picking Aaron. I also have Aaron. Um, I, I, I'm looking at it closer. Zach's running back core scares me, especially if Chris Carson's healthy. But um, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, I mean, they, they've more than make up for it. I think a big swinging point of this game is J.K. Dobbins. Can he get production on that tough Colts front six, front seven? Um, I think that could be a really big turning point in this game. Yeah, I mean, not going to lie, the running back situation for me, not awesome this week. Uh, just Kareem Hunt on by. I usually have him consistently in my starting lineup. And DJ Chark as well. I feel like I would have T. Higgins starting over DJ Chark if T. Higgins wasn't on by. So, yeah, there's a bit of risk there. But I just think uh, across the board, Zach's team's beat up. Uh, Zach's team's not good. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just I just think that even if I have a low score total this week, I win. I got one question for you on the spot. Yeah. Uh-oh. What are you going to do when Nick Chubb comes back after this week on the bye? And who, who's your other running back? Straight up, I mean, Eckler, the latest report on him was from the head coach saying he's going to be back later rather than sooner. So you can't bank on that yet. You got – Josh Kelly, who hasn't been anything. Edwards. I mean, you got. I mean, it's got to be Dobbins, right? Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be Dobbins. Uh, hopefully, he can show he can be consistent. 
if he duds this week, I'm not going to really put that o- hang that over his head just because the Colts. No one was really running against them. Colt, go Colts. Uh, That's like four or five Colt, go Colts. That's good. Uh, yeah. He just dropped the Colts. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think it's got to be Dobbins. But uh, if he sh- you know, proves not to be super consistent, then I got to just roll with David Montgomery. <laughs> I hate it. He's so good. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm saying even beyond that, I think you got to have Dobbins show that Ingram doesn't need all the carries. If that happens, you're looking fine. But I was just looking through the depth, and I was like, you know, the the running backs are just kind of iffy and a little banged up. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think that's that's key. There you go. Week nine. It's going to be a fun one. That will do it for the show. Do me a favor. Go hug someone. Go tell somebody that you love them no matter what they think. It's been a rough week. A lot of stuff's been said. Um but ultimately, I think we live in the greatest country in the world, and we are honored to have this system. So, again, go hug somebody. Go tell somebody you love them um, after this week. Encourage you to do that. Be a good vibe. As always, listen to us on the podcast streaming platforms that matter, Spotify and Apple Music. We're on both of those. Subscribe, review, share us with a friend. And as always, just pump that like button. Shatter. Just crush it. Disintegrate. Slam into. Slam it. Whack it. Give it the old click. Just click it. That's fine, too. That's cool. That's cool. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Those are popping off this league. Underscore pod. And email us with comments, suggestions, complaints, compliments. <laughs> this league 2020 at gmail.com. I'm done talking. Yeah, Bengals on bye week this week, so I'm, I'm going to have a relatively stress-free Sunday just watching fantasy all week, all day. Colts 42, Ravens 21. That's ambitious. Yo, wow. That's ambitious, Yo. my guy. Colt, go Colts. Yeah, Let's go. We're making that's... a statement. Wow. I hope the Colts win. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is a true test for their defense. I mean – Leonard against Lamar is going to be huge. I expect some big hits, some turnovers, and, I mean, we'll see what Lamar is made out of. J.K. runs for, like, 200 yards and the Colts to win. That's probably fine. (laughs) That's not going to happen. A couple tutties. Put up or shut up time for the baby horses, man. Ravens this week, Titans the week after that, Packers, and then Titans again. Put up or shut up time. Phillip Rivers, please don't throw 12 interceptions. I'm Chris. I'm signing off. Deuces. I'm Tim. Peace. And I'm Aaron. Gon' get. Y'all boys ready for this? Powder folks, let's gather around. Bowl the best sports talk in town. We got our hosts, Aaron, Tim, and Chris. Baby, can't get better than this. Give out all the power rankings. Laugh at all the teams tanking. A lot of fun, a lot of surprise. Let's give it up for the guys in this league.